once in a generation, there will arise heroes who will inspire greatness in all of humanity. These are not those men. But they're all we got. Here are Robin Bryan. This is the Morning Mayhem. We are so glad to be with you this morning, this Monday morning, March 21st. That's right. We are here and we're ready to go. Monday morning. Monday, the Monday. Greatest day of the week. That's <laughs> right. And this day, I'm going to tell you what, Rob, it's not the best day because you know what? My bracket is busted all over the place. Is it really? Oh, my goodness, dude. It is. It's insane, dude. It's just completely ruined already. I think I think everybody's is. <laughs> I never, you know, there, a couple of years ago, they did a billion dollar. I don't know if they're still doing it, but, but Warren Buffett put up a billion dollars and somebody could get a perfect bracket. Perfect bracket. Yeah. yeah. I, it's so ridiculously insane for somebody to predict a, a perfect bracket. It has happened. It has, has happened. It really? Yeah. Yahoo Sports awarded like a couple hundred thousand dollars to somebody one time for getting a perfect bracket. But it's Man. so rare. Well, it seems like nearly impossible to do, especially this year. There's so many variables, like so many and so many teams. You know, one of the greatest things about it is so many teams that you never expect to go anywhere that end up doing something amazing. And it's it's a lot of fun to watch. Now, we should probably explain if somebody doesn't know what we're talking about. We're talking about the National Shuffleboard Championship. Yes, because yeah. I mean everybody, everybody is thinking about basketball, but that I, you know, no, I couldn't care no, less. No, Warren it's Buffett. It's really all about the shuffleboard. It should have been obvious when I said Warren Buffett. He's a huge shuffleboard player. <laughs> huge. Actually, I could see him as a big <laughs> shuffleboard guy. Actually, that so, seems kind of appropriate. <laughs> so we are here on this Monday morning, and of course, uh, today is a holiday, and we do want to mention it. It is National Common Courtesy Day. Really? Okay. Well. That's uh, not very exciting. No, it's basically whatever you normally do to be nice to people. Keep doing it just today. Common courtesy. Yeah. That's just, I mean, that's like nothing. I mean, that's nothingness. <laughs> it's just like, do what you're supposed to do today. Just, that's right. just keep on just keeping on, buddy. Kind, just kind of do it. Just, yeah. hey, live today like it's every other day <laughs> holiday today. <laughs> Unless you're an incredibly rude person, and then you have yeah, to change I guess today. So. Say please, I guess, yeah, thank I guess, you. Open the door for people. <laughs> I guess today, you know, is time to do all that kind of stuff that you never do if you're a terrible human being. <laughs> there you go. This is Morning Mayhem. This is Morning Mayhem here on Elevate FM. We've got your daily dose of God's Word to help you start off your day the right way. Today's daily dose comes from Isaiah 25.1. Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you and praise your name. For in perfect faithfulness, you have done wonderful things, things planned, long ago. I think that this verse really speaks to um, the character of God and who he is. And the fact that he's done wonderful things and continues to do them is is truly a wonderful, beautiful thing. And I think it's ironic, too, that um, that Isaiah here talks about things planned long ago. Like, you've done wonderful things, things planned long ago. And one of the crazy things is that like Isaiah doesn't even know so much of what God has in store. Yeah. The descending of his very his own son to this earth um, to save to be the savior of humanity, and and th- and he doesn't even know that. Like he doesn't even realize that. 
But I think too for us, I mean, I think God has so much in store, so many beautiful, wonderful things in store for us, and we don't even realize it as well. But to know that we have a God who deeply loves us and has good and wonderful things planned, that's the God we worship. That's the God that we are worshiping and that we are praising this very morning. This is Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM. We got some news this morning about the Christian rapper Tadashi, who is on the new song we just started playing here on Elevate a couple weeks ago, uh, Not Backing Down by Blanca. Yes, which that song is fantastic. If you haven't heard it yet, it is such a good song. That's like, that's going to be a a solid summer song. Yes. Like, roll the windows down, crank up the volume kind of song. Yeah, and uh, Tadashi, of course, does a verse on there. He does a rap on there that is just, as the kids would say, it's off the chain. <laughs> You know, actually, I don't think they say that anymore. <laughs> Off the hook. <laughs> nope, nope. I think you're still missing it. Off the hizzy. I mean, just I mean, just a couple of years ago, they were saying things don't change that fast. They gotta still be saying it's. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think you're getting fresh. It, man. It's radical. Oh, it's groovy. Sure. Yeah, let's just let's just go with that. That that's yeah, fine. That's it's a, so definitely it's a groovy, groovy. <laughs> definitely a groovy hook on there. So Tadashi uh, has got a music video coming out, and this is really cool. It's past the submission date, but he asked for user submissions in the um, in the video. Um, but this is what's unique about it is he wanted people to take a GoPro, put it under their rear view mirror, and yeah. dance around in the car. Of course, the car is called Jumped Out the Whip, which you know jumped out yeah, the car. The song that's called Jumped Out the, the Whip. The kids say car these days, <laughs> and so. Um, it's not actually a whip. It's wait. It's not like no, it's an actually Indiana a car. Jones type of. No, it's you know it's 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 kind of in the vernacular of youth. You know, they'd say the whip instead of the car. It's just a way of saying it. It's a. Rob, groovy you should really whip. get with these things. It's a groovy whip. <laughs> yeah, it's a groovy whip. So it's a whip with grooves in it. And um, so anyway, uh, people are supposed to dance around and go nuts, you know, crazy, not while they're driving, but just be like totally jamming out in their car and they're going to do a awesome. compilation of this. So music video should come out pretty soon. Can't wait to see it. It's going to be real. I, I love those user submitted um, Yes. Videos. Yeah. I was just going to say, I had a, a kid in my youth group that ended up in a Jamie Grace music video because she had asked for videos of people doing like good work, like mission work and stuff. And he had submitted a video of him on our, one of our mission trips uh, from our church and he ended up on one of her videos so it is really cool yeah and of course uh, i remember one but person i knew whose name happened to be rob who i saw uh well i was watching a documentary of christian hip-hop and i happened to see them in the audience that's me yeah so famous you could be famous this is morning mayhem <laughs> morning mayhem here with rob and brian monday march 21st and rob have you ever been at a restaurant where you know like I don't know. Maybe you ordered uh, something and they, they, you didn't. You ordered a water to drink and they brought you a Coke and you were like, "Oh, I just asked for water." And they're like, "Oh, well, all right. Well, don't worry about it. Just drink. You know, it's fine." They just leave. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that's happened from time to time where they accidentally bring you something. And they're just like, "Oh, just it's fine. Just keep it." Yeah, because they're not supposed to take that food back into the kitchen. They can't serve it again. Right. You know. Right. So they're right. Like, yeah, they're just, just gonna end up whatever. dumping it or whatever. Right. Yeah. Well, apparently. Um, William Powell was a waiter. He's 27 years old at an IHOP in um, Brooklyn. He was arrested for doing that. <laughs> he was arrested, not just fired, but arrested. Arrested. They Whoa. are claiming they're charging him with petty larceny uh, for giving away over three thousand dollars in beverages um, over a six-month period. 
Whoa, that's a lot of drinks, though. Yeah. Three thousand dollars in how long? Six months. In six months. Yeah. Oh man, because that's that's over a thousand drinks. Because I mean, if a drink is, I don't know, what is a drink like two bucks or something? Probably more like a buck fifty to two. Yeah. So it's probably, yeah. So it might be more like around two thousand drinks that he gave. Two thousand drinks over six months. So you know, roughly three hundred a month. So it's, it's like ten drinks a day. That's a lot. Sure that's a lot. Yeah, but here's the thing. So the funny part is, like, the the um, owner started noticing that this guy's beverage sales were only 6% of the total bill compared with 17 to 20% for other employees. So he began <laughs> using surveillance video to track Whoa, the waiter. Oh, man, this guy was, was serious yeah. about it. Holy cow. <laughs> And the fact that he knew that, like he was analyzing all the checks. Yeah. So he was totally doing a stakeout on this guy. And what the guy said when he was arrested, he said, listen, he said, there are just people that come in that are not. He's like, we're the poor part of town. And they come in and they're very hesitant to get a drink. And I'll just say, oh, don't worry about it. And I'll bring him a cup of coffee. He's like, I'm just trying to. He said, I'm kind of like, this is literally a quote. He said, I'm a modern day Robin Hood. I'm not stealing. He said, I'm taking, I'm serving people in need. I'm taking from the rich and giving to the poor. Maybe not quite Robin Hood. That might be a little overstating your case. <laughs> so apparently him and the owner had uh, not seen eye to eye on this for a while. Uh, he goes, there was no so malicious intent. He, um, I, wonder he, I wonder if he addressed it with him and then he continued to do it or something. Yeah, well, he, he said he I don't know if he did or not, but he said he would tell the people at the table. He would say, hey, uh, this isn't supposed to happen, but here you go. Here's a drink. And um, anyway, you know, I probably would be okay, you know, forgiven or maybe acceptable, if you, you know, once in a while, special circumstance. Right, yeah, I'm sure. But yeah. 10 times a day, now you're taking some money right out of IHOP's pocket, right? <laughs> yes. And they are not going to let that go. No. So. <laughs> going to jail. Yeah. So We're not just firing you. You're going to jail. That's right. This is Morning Mayhem. This is the Morning Mayhem, and we have your daily dose of scripture today, and it's coming out of the book of Isaiah, chapter 25, verse 1. It says, Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you and praise your name, for in perfect faithfulness you have done wonderful things, things planned long ago. I think what's key to this verse is that God planned these things long ago. That's what testifies to his faithfulness. You know, God um, set out a plan and he enacted it. Now, I often will set out a plan. I'll say to my kids, hey, today after school, we're going to ride bikes and then we're going to play basketball. And then we're going to jump on the trampoline until bedtime. It's going to be awesome. And then they get home from school and I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, well, I forgot that we had this and this and this and we got to get dinner. And I'm like, oh, I feel terrible because I had, you know, said we were going to do all this stuff. And then right. I'm not able for one reason or another to carry it out. It's not that I don't want to. It's not I don't mean to. It's right. not that I'm lying. It's that other things happen. We have to go to the doctor or somebody, you know, right. ends up having all this homework we have to do. And God planned out all this stuff. He planned out that Jesus would come and save us from our sin. And he acted on it. You know, he had every excuse to say, yeah, well, you guys were a lot. You sinned. You, you broke the covenant. You did this. You did that. You did that. But he still acted in faithfulness and sent his son to die to redeem us. God is faithful doing what he planned to do. And that's why he's worthy of our praise. So give him praise this morning. This is the morning menu. Hey, Rob, this is Brian. How are you? 
good. Are you trying to give me a common courtesy? I'm giving you the common courtesy of being polite because today <laughs> is common courtesy day. The worst holiday ever. <laughs> this is the like, it, I guess it's not even a bad holiday. It's just worthless. That's what it is. I don't know if it's worthless. I just think it's worth less than other holidays. <laughs> That's what I just said. It's worthless. <laughs> no, you said it's it's worthless. Like it has no worth. I'm saying it's it has exactly. less worth. It's worthless. Yeah, it's worth it's less. It's worth less. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how can you compare this to like Christmas? You know? Right. Right. The, right. The birth of our Lord. Yeah. Presents and today to is children. Common courtesy day. Like today, like when you say Merry Christmas to somebody, they know you're saying Merry Christmas. But if today you say please and thank you, they'll just think you're doing what you should normally do anyway. Exactly. Like nobody's going to know or pay attention or even care. Yeah. So today we want you to work with us to do, make it uncommon courtesy day. Uncommon courtesy. So courtesy beyond. That's right. The nat- Today is... National Common Courtesy Day, but for Morning Mayhem listeners, it's National Uncommon Courtesy Day. Uncommon Courtesy. So do courtesies for people that are not normally done. Like, if you see a woman walk across the street and there's a mud puddle, take off your jacket and lay it down and let her walk across your jacket. Like or they used to do lay down in, in the puddle and let her walk across your back. If you see an old woman crossing the street, don't help her. Pick her up on your shoulders and carry her across the street. Yeah. Or like if you're standing and you're like holding the door open for somebody, don't just hold the door open. Give them a hug as they walk through the door. And then hold it open for the next 47 people, (laughs) giving them all hugs too. That would be uncommon courtesy. That would be uncommon courtesy. And we're called to live above and beyond. So let's let's all do it today. together i think that's a good idea i like that (laughs) just don't do it around me (laughs) this is morning mayhem this is the morning mayhem show with rob and brian and rob if you were you know just thinking about imaginary creatures you know what comes to mind (laughs) imaginary creatures today like you know the unicorn we talked about that last week uh huh. Uh huh. I would think of a squirrel who had um, a friend that was a moose. Yes. Just <laughs> <laughs> did Rocky and Bull. Yeah. No, is he a beaver? No. But no, he's a squirrel. No, he's not. Yeah, Rocky the flying squirrel. Is he a squirrel? Yeah, it's Rocky the Flying Squirrel, a Bullwinkle the Moose. He looks like a beaver, but he's a flying squirrel. Know way more about this than I do. <laughs> How about a pink elephant? A pink elephant. Yeah. Isn't it a white elephant? Isn't that what they say? It's a white elephant gift, white elephant exchange kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, but why are you why are you chasing that squirrel? I'm on a pink elephant. Why are you going white? Come on. But why do you want pink elephants? It because, white elephant. because pink elephants aren't imaginary anymore. What? Come on. So Nikki Cortez, 58, was on a safari with family friends recently. When he spotted a pink elephant. A real pink elephant. A real pink elephant. It's not like they were hallucinating or something. This is a real pink elephant. This is um, at the Kruger National Park in South Africa. And the pink elephant is actually an albino baby Uh, elephant. That's adorable. (laughs) It is so cute. I'm going to put this picture on Facebook for people to see. It is this little, tiny baby elephant, and he's pink. 
That is awesome. A little pink elephant. That is, that's fantastic. Somebody needs to write a book about that. I'm going to write a book about that. They said that albino elephants are extremely, extremely rare. Um, most people have never, ever, ever seen one. Um, they have. They tend to have very poor eyesight uh, because they don't. I guess they don't have the pigment in their eyes too. So they yeah. have a lot of trouble. But the herd seems to have taken this one in. It's protecting him. It is so stinking cute. So we're gonna yeah. put it up on Facebook for sure. Yeah. Nobody can steal my idea about the book because I'm writing it. The baby pink elephant. You just said it on the radio, Rob. Circle Rob Karras. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you heard it here first. Pink elephants and Rob's writing a book. Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM. This is the Morning Mayhem Show on Elevate FM with your daily dose of God's Word coming out of the book of Isaiah 25.1. Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you and praise your name. For in perfect faithfulness you have done wonderful things, things planned long ago. Yeah, I, and I believe that, you know, God is so good. And I think one of the most beautiful things that I see in Scripture, and I, I've been looking at, actually, I've been looking at a lot this week as you know, as we're, we're closing in on um, Good Friday and Easter, and I've just been doing a lot of reading in Scripture about, you know, everything. So much points to the cross. Like, as you go throughout the Old Testament, there are so many things that you can look at to see, like, God's plan in the works and how um, God is building to the point of sending his son to this earth. And there's so many things that indicate that. And that's one of the greatest things that I think is, uh, uh, like, about the story of Jesus is that, like Jesus wasn't like a like a last minute like bailout plan, but rather like God had this in the works for so long. Like it was part of His plan all along, and to think that that He loved us that that much that this was in the works for so long that He was going to send His only Son for us is such a beautiful thing. And that is the God that you and I serve, and that is God who I I love and adore and want to commit my life to, and I hope you do too. This is the Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM. Tech news this morning on the Morning Mayhem show with Rob and Brian. And Rob, um, I, I don't know if you've ever seen like service animals, you know, like um, dogs and bomb sniffing dogs and, um, you know, police dogs. I remember you think of dogs. Some of horses. Squirrels that serve coffee. That's true, too. Yeah. But um, sometimes you'll see uh, <laughs> horses, you know, used for police and stuff. There's a new what if you had a what if you had a horse that like led you around and you if you were blind, kind of like a seeing eye dog, but a seeing eye horse. That could get cumbersome. <laughs> um, sometimes those animals have to be outfitted with special equipment, you know, like special harnesses, special vests. You know, yes. bomb dogs have special yes. vests, different things. Um, there are dogs that they send in with sensors on them at times in in war to sense, you know, sniff chemicals. Stuff. Um, now there's a new type of um, service animal the pigeon and um really yeah the this <laughs> yeah this company uh digitas lbi has um and plume labs have teamed up to help use these pigeons to uh monitor air pollution in london by outfitting them with little backpacks <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> so that's they awesome. they have these little tiny backpacks that they put on the pigeons and the pigeons fly around, and it monitors air pollution. And you actually can um, go online and read about the air pollution in parts of London, and uh, get an app and track it. The website is pigeon. That's so crazy. Pigeonairpatrol.com. 
That's so great. So the pigeons just fly around and they use the little backpacks to monitor the air quality. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically hilarious. they can tell where the birds are and they can tell what the toxicity uh, in the air is. Um, it's very small. They only have um, 10 birds at a time and they only have them flying for um, three days at a time. And then they take the backpacks off. But, oh, so it's not a permanent situation. No, but these backpacks, they look almost like little paratrooper like parachutes <laughs> like like black like they're navy seal paratroopers that's awesome these are like some tough looking <laughs> pigeons man but it's kind of funny like all the uses that you get out of a pigeon because for so i mean for a while they were used as real communication you know and now what? monitoring air pollution what do you mean for a while like i just sent some carrier pigeons this morning <laughs> we had to pay some bills so i was like go cool. <laughs> I think, I think somebody should start that up again because <laughs> I would pay to send somebody a message with a pigeon. That would be awesome. <laughs> I, can't even, I can't even imagine. <laughs> I'm just sitting at my desk with the window closed and I see this pigeon go wham into it. <laughs> this is Morning Mayhem. Rob, I want you to think back deep into the recesses of Christian music history knowledge. Okay. All right. I can that. If you could name the most iconic Christian rock band from like the hair band era or before, really even before the hair band era, I want you to think of like albums that have guitars drawn to look like spaceships. Whoa. So we're not talking Striper. No, we're not talking. It's really a little bit before the hairband era. Before Petra. No, that's it. You just got it. Petra. What? Petra. Yeah. They're, really? Like I said, they're really just before, just you know, leading into the hairband era. That's awesome. Petra, John Schlitt from Petra. And then I want you to think Whiteheart. Okay. okay. Another <laughs> massive. Whiteheart. Yes. <laughs> Billy Smiley from Whiteheart. John okay. Schlitt from Petra have formed a new band. No way! <laughs> it's like the union of the two greatest uh, oh, crazy old Christian rock bands in the world. That is hilarious. It's That's cr- so awesome. <laughs> There's going to be some very happy people out there. Yes. I was I was not like a hair band rock kind no. of person. I was much more into hip hop, but like I I can only imagine like something like that oh, happening hip hop. I can only is, imagine. Just, that awesome. was a veiled Christian music reference. <laughs> okay. So the band is called the Union of Saints and Sinners, and okay. they have um, already they've got they've just announced their debut radio single. It's "Christ the Lord Has Risen Today," the old hymn by John Wesley, yep. redone as the words here a scorching rock rendition of the classic <laughs> John Wesley hymn. I love the scorching word. That that's a great descriptive. Like it's a, like old school rock so- like sound. That's awesome. Scorching. Here's some more from the press release. The single showcases an updated rock sound, including soaring signature John Schlitt vocals and production that echoes the familiar White Heart sound. Oh man, that is beautiful. That is beautiful. So you can get Christ the Lord is Risen Today from um, their Bandcamp site, which is the Union of Sinners and Saints. Bandcamp.com or iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, or wherever digital music is sold. That's <laughs> so I I can't wait excited. to hear it. I'm so excited to listen to this. We'll put it on Facebook so you can listen to. This is Morning Mayhem.
This is the Morning Mayhem, and we have your daily dose of scripture for the last time today. It's Isaiah chapter 25, verse 1. It says, Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you and praise your name. For in perfect faithfulness, you have done wonderful things, things planned long ago. This is such a great proclamation of praise. You know, one of the problems that we, I think, sometimes encounter when we praise God is we just say, God, I praise you, I glorify you, I praise you, I glorify you, but we don't say why. And if we don't say why, we don't connect our expression of praise with what God has done in our lives. And then we don't understand the blessings that we have. We need to give specific reasons that we praise God. God, I praise you for what you've done in my life. I praise you for saving me from my sins. I praise you for the way you stepped into my situation and changed it. I praise you for what you did long ago through your servants, Abraham, Moses, Jacob. I praise you for what you did through your son, Jesus. I praise you that you've been faithful and done what you said you would do. I praise you that you're going to raise me from the dead and redeem me to be in heaven with you. When we do that, we connect on such a deeper level with who God is. And if you read in the Bible over and over and over again, especially in the Psalms, that's the way people prayed. They prayed thanks and praise on God because of what he has done for thousands of years and what he is doing currently and what we know he will do. It helps us to believe that God will keep his promises when we see how he's kept them all along. This is Morning Mayhem. Morning Mayhem with Robin Bryan starts right now. This is Morning Mayhem. Good morning, Tuesday, March 22nd. Rob and I are thrilled to be with you as you don't go to work or school today because today is obviously a holiday that you do not want to attend school or work. You don't want to do anything responsible at all because today is National Goof Off Day. Oh, fantastic. I'll see you guys later. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. (laughs) It's not a holiday for you. It's not, no. But it's goof off day. So for, for everyone else. Look. You have responsibilities. I have religious exception here. I need to go. <laughs> it's against my religion to work on National Goof Off Day. I believe so wholeheartedly in this holiday. I need to be able to celebrate today. Are you? Is your religion that you're a work Gnostic? <laughs> yes, exactly. Don't force your work upon me. I yes. don't. I don't believe in your work. <laughs> yes. If you remember the story we did a long time ago about the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster? Yes. <laughs> that that where you go to church, Rob? No, no, but I saw that in the news the other day again. It came up the other day. The, okay, so the whole story is there's a woman who uh, claimed to be part of the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster, which. <laughs> Clearly, is totally made up because but she wanted to wear a uh, colander. colander on her head in her driver's license photo yes, and claim which... religious exemption. And they let her. <laughs> they let her. That's the best part of the whole thing is that they let her. <laughs> I'm just saying things might be getting a little ridiculous in the United States. Maybe, just yeah. maybe. <laughs> well, we, I will say that National Goof Off Day is not truly a national day. It has not been approved through Congress. Oh. It is not a true national holiday. It's what is a, Congress doing? I know. They're goofing off. That's what they're doing. What, what do we elect these people for? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that there is a presidential candidate out there that would use this in his platform. I'm not going to say which one, but somebody. <laughs> there's somebody who would probably put this in his platform. <laughs> national Goof Off Day. Enjoy it. This is Morning Mayhem. This is the Morning Mayhem, and we have your daily dose of scripture today coming out of the book of Psalm 139, verse 23 to 24. Search me, God, and know my heart. 
test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Yeah, I, um, I'm offended by you, Rob. I find <laughs> offensive you. ways in you. <laughs> is that what you were asking for? I find offensive smells in you. Oh, goodness. <laughs> you know, it is funny because we do get offended by each other all the time, right? I mean, we, we see things that people do, and they're obvious to us. They're not obvious to them. You know, I know that there. I do things sometimes that hurt people's feelings. Um, you know, I, I, I can be uh, cruel and, and heartless at times and not even realize I'm doing it. And so we are blind often to our own faults. And so it's important, this prayer that the psalmist prays, to say, search me, God, and, and know my heart. Test me. If there's an offensive way in me, lead me out of it. Because, God, the truth is, I may, I may not even be aware of it. I may not even be aware that I have habits, that I have hang-ups, that I have things that I do, things that I say that hurt, that hurt people, that are offensive, that are dangerous, that are sinful. And I need you to expose them to me and lead me out of them into the way everlasting, the way that leads to life. And God will do it. And God is gentle. You don't have to be afraid of the way he'll do it. He'll do it in the best. Now, there are times that he will He will let you feel the sting and the consequence, but God will do it in the way that is for your benefit, for the best. So pray, God, expose my faults and lead me out of them. This is the Morning Mayhem Show on Elevate FM. A little CCM news this Tuesday morning for you about Rob's favorite all-girl band, 1GN. (laughs) Yes, my favorite. (laughs) I actually have never even heard of them, honestly, until last week when you told me about them for the first time. Yeah, 1GN, uh, formerly called One Girl Nation. It's a group of three girls. They had um, their first album, uh, did actually pretty well, Uh, garnered a lot of attention. Um, they have announced that their new album, Unite, is going to come out April 15th on Reunion uh, Records. They actually were a nominee for um, the Dove Award, New Artist of the Year. Now, that's really fun. And, and, you know, I actually did go on and listen to some of their stuff after you had told me about them. They're actually really good. They're, re- they're really a fun band. I mean, maybe not for me, but for, like, my daughter, absolutely. Yeah, they, they've got a real fun um, song. Their first single. Um, Pop kind of dance yeah. type stuff. Yeah. Their first single, Get Hype, is out right now. It's actually produced by the same production duo who um, produces Toby Mac. Um, oh, awesome. So Jordan Sapp and Dave Wyatt. So, um, you know, there's they're going to have an exciting live show. They've got a lot of really cool poppy music. It's definitely candy pop, you know, for teeny boppers. Yes. Um, <laughs> But, you know, it's cool. It's cool stuff. So if you, uh, especially for young girls, you know, if you're looking for a really cool uh, new album for them, you know, well, check it out. Well, if you're looking for an alternative to, like, a lot of the other stuff that's out there in this category that is just not something you want your, your children listening to, you know? That's right. That's right. They also have a Christmas EP they released uh, in 2013 that had Let It Go from Frozen on it. They have a Devo book, a 40-day devotional book published by Lifeway titled No Filter. So they've got a lot of resources out there. If you're a parent of a young girl and you're looking for something, you know, to get them into, this might be a really, really good band. Uh, Maybe them and OBB is uh, kind of the boy band version. Um, Great bands for young young kids. So just thought we'd bring that to your attention this morning. And of course, Rob has already run out of the store to pre-order. This is Morning Mayhem. (laughs) All right, Rob, I got to ask you, what's the weirdest flavored soda you've ever had? 
weirdest flavored soda. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I've really had any weird sodas that I can think. Oh, I had a grapefruit soda one time that was really weird. And um, um, this one isn't like super weird, but there was a I think there's a pineapple Fanta or banana Fanta. I've had one of those before and it was really bizarre. Have you ever been to the Coca-Cola Pavilion, Coca-Cola Museum? In yeah, that's what Georgia? I was trying to think of because I was there. I went there a long time ago when I was really little, and I remember having some weird stuff there. Yeah, and also at Disney, they have the Coke experience, and it's kind of the same thing. But, yeah, you can okay. try all kinds of weird flavored drinks from all over the world. Well, now um, in Japan, and they love weird stuff in Japan. Uh, in Japan, the, the video game publisher Namco – which you yeah, probably yeah, Donkey, yeah. I think Donkey Kong and Namco. Right, yeah. They've partnered with a soda company called Kimura Drink to produce new potato chip flavored soda. Oh man, potato chip flavored soda? That's so gross. I can't even imagine. The drink will only be available as a prize inside of crane machines at arcades and amusement parks. Wow, that is um, that's going to be a very small amount of drinks, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, but this is the funny thing is this is the reverse of what they did a few months ago. A few months ago, Namco teamed up with the Japanese snack maker to produce cola-flavored potato chips. Wow, both of those sound so <laughs> disgusting. I can't even I can't even imagine. They, you know, it's funny, like, because so many chip makers right now are coming out with all kinds of these wild flavors, like. I remember Southern biscuits, biscuits and, and gravy. Yeah, yeah. I've not it's had good. that one. It's good. I've had the the Euro, the Gero yeah. one. And the uh, New York one Reuben. Was all right. I thought the Reuben was really good. I didn't have that one. Yeah. But cola flavored. Yeah, that's disgusting. Yeah. That's gross. Those were also only available as prizes in arcade games. That may be for the best. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could see somebody standing at the crane machine spending like four or five, seven bucks trying to get it so they could try it, but then never again. And then never again. They'd eat like one chip out of the bag and then be like, nope, I'm done. Yeah, or one sip. (laughs) So anyway, if anybody's traveling to Japan, bring us back some and we'll give you a verdict on whether or not it is as bad as it sounds. We'll do a taste test. (laughs) This is Morning Mayhem. This is the Morning Mayhem Show on Elevate FM 89.7, Benton Murray Mayfield with Rob and Brian. We've got your daily dose of God's word from Psalm 139, verses 23 and 24. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. (laughs) Frankly, I think this scripture is a little terrifying. (laughs) Like the the thought of asking God to search you and know you is um, it's it's a little bit of a scary thing. Um, And what's ironic about it is, though, is that I mean, we can ask God to do this, but the reality is he already knows it. Like there is no searching. There is there is no testing in that. Like God just knows you. He already knows you. Long, long ago, he knew you. In fact, uh, we find out through scripture in a number of places, God knew you before you were ever even born. He knew you while you were in your mother's womb. Um, but like this idea of God searching us and knowing us in such an intimate way is a scary thing. But the all other thing is, it's, it's a really beautiful thing. And the fact that like that, that is something that we need to do is asking God to, to search us and to search out anything that that's not 
right in us. This what is what is it that's getting in the way between me and him? What is getting in the way of our relationship? What kind of things in me that are impure that maybe I don't even realize right now? And that is a prayer that sometimes can be a scary thing to pray, but it is a beautiful thing because God can create healing where there's brokenness. And only then can we really can we really become more and more like him? And I, I, allow that to be your prayer today. Allow this scripture to be your prayer for, for your day as you head out today. This is Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM. Rob, you've heard of somebody nickel and diming somebody to death? Yes, absolutely. Well, Stephen Dennis of Harpersville, Alabama, was working for the Brinks Security Company in Ooh, the yeah. Federal Reserve Bank of Atlanta. Ooh. Man. When he did nickel and dime them to death, he just recently pled guilty to the charge of quartering them to death. What happened? He stole $200,000 worth of quarters. $200,000 worth of quarters? Yes, almost that much. It was 784,000 coins to be exact. Whoa, that is an enormous amount of coins. So the way he did it was the coins were kept in these bags that had a little clear window that you could see the quarters. Yeah. He would take all of the quarters out except for about $1,000 worth, and he would fill the bag with beads. And then he'd put the quarters back right where the window was. Oh, my goodness. And then what what did he do with the quarters? Like, where, where do you... And and how do you explain the fact that you're bringing in these big bags of beads into work? <laughs> what in the world? And you're like uh, leaving with your pockets overflowing and you yes. know with coins. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I can just see him walking out with like cargo pants that like look like they have basketballs in them. Yeah. So needless to say, he got caught. Didn't work out too well for him. He has to pay back the money and. Could see 10 years in prison and a $250,000 Oh, fine. my goodness. Not to mention he's probably lost his job at Frank's security. You think so? Yeah. You think you think they'll let him go for that one? Yeah, it's that's, pop- that's not... Likely, <laughs> you, probably. You don't think they're going to give him grace on that one? Like, I, hey, buddy, it's okay. Just don't yeah. do it again. It's a tough call, but I'm guessing he's probably done. That's probably true. Pretty much anywhere that has to do with any type of anything. Money. Anything. <laughs> yeah. This is Morning Mayhem. This is the Morning Mayhem Show, and we are celebrating the greatest holiday of the year today. It's a good one. Pretty good one. This Tuesday, March 22nd, is National Goof-Off Day. Except it's not really a national day, is it? It's not, like, not it's legitimately, It's not like a Congress-approved no. no. kind of, yeah. It's not. There's no, no paid holiday for goofing off. I just like it because, Rob, you goof off every day, so this day you have an excuse. <laughs> I can't get mad at you about it. Well, I just tried to run out of the studio just now and you grabbed me by my shirt neck and dragged me back in here. So I'm trying to celebrate. I'm, I'm trying to, you know, this is, to me, this is a religious holiday. <laughs> really? <laughs> what, what religion are you that celebrates National Goof Off Day? I, uh, you know, I, I don't have to discuss that with the, my employer, so I'm just, I'm going to refuse to answer that question. See, my thing is, Rob, you're on the morning mayhem. You're, it's your job to goof off. It's your job to goof off every day. It's, it's kind of true. <laughs> now, how, let's think about how some of our listeners can celebrate, because obviously we're not going to encourage them to skip school or skip work, you of know. Of course not. We, I would say, like, all the laundry that you have to do today, forget it. Just wear dirty clothes. Wear them on your head. Or on your head. That's That'd be fine, too. Yeah, yeah. Wear, your, wear your pants on your head and your jacket on your 
legs and just make sure I don't know why that's covered. goofing off. But I'm not really I'm not sure about that, but that, I mean it all sounds good. It's oh, it's goofy. goofy. Yeah, that's not so much goofy as it is goof off. Well, if you're going to get technical about yes, it. Yes, I am. I am give you I'm going to give you, you a technical. Te you, I'm teeing you up. I'm giving you a technical. I'm just saying you could use um the the product goof off. You know that helps get sticky stuff off of you know <laughs> isn't that goop off things? no it's goof off it's goop off with a p no it's not yes it's g-o-o-p goop off you get the goop it's off. Goof off. No. it's goof off it's goop off oh my goodness you're probably right probably <laughs> <is>. <laughs> well you can I let us I... know on facebook what you think <laughs> is it goop off or goof off and is rob a goof off or am i this is the morning am show this is the Morning Mayhem, and I have your daily dose of scripture today. And it comes out of Psalm, verse 139, or chapter 139, verse 23 to 24. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. The odd thing about this is you're talking to the God of the universe. He already knows. Yeah. <laughs> it's so interesting how God allows us to be so human. I mean, God knows. He knows every thought. He knows our offensive ways. He knows our sin. Unless we're washed in the blood of Christ and he's chosen to put it out of mind. He knows who we are. And yet he lets us be human and he lets us say to him, okay, God, I I'm ready for you to see my junk now. <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm I'll confess my sin to you now. Right. Because he knows that we need that. He knows that we need to come clean. We need to ask him to look into our hearts. We need his help. That's right. And so rather than him come to us and lay it at our feet and say, ah, I caught you, he says, let me give you the opportunity to fess up. And when we fess up, we make lasting change because we realize we're not mad that we got caught. We're asking for help. And we need to ask God. We need to say, God, you know, we are sinners, every one of us. We struggle with anger, with lust, with um, bitterness, with gossip, with, you know, jealousy and covetous, whatever it is that we're struggling with struggle with those things and we need God to show us the way out of that and lead us in the way everlasting. This is Morning Man. Some high tech stuff coming to the Chevy Malibu. Rob, if you remember back years ago, the Chevy Malibu used to be a muscle car. You yeah. know, it was a symbol of rebellion. You know, young folks, teenagers wanting to have some kind of hot rod muscle car. The new one, not so much. Yeah, it's funny how it's funny how there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of cars that are like that that have gone through changes where they were like muscle cars and then they become like I remember one of them was the Charger. Now the Charger came back around, but the Charger started out as a muscle car. But like I think it was sometime in the '80s that it became like this little like micro car, yeah. and it was like something ridiculous. And that that's kind of returned. But yeah, it's kind of funny. Yeah, and so now the Malibu is like a grocery getter, you know. Right, it's just yeah, like a it's just a normal sedan. sedan. Yeah. It's a nice car. Yeah. Um, but it's a it's a popular car with um, parents of teenagers. And, you know, sure. if you're going to let your kid go out and drive your car, then you want to have some type of control. So Chevy has added the technology now um, called Teen Driver. And it's a setting that you set really? with, a, you, you put a pin in, uh, you, you set a four-digit pin, and then you set up all the settings. And what it does is it... It tells the kid whenever they are exceeding a certain speed limit, you know, yeah. um, it, it just tells them. And the way it tells them is it warns them by shutting off the sound system and um, 
enabling all the safety systems like traction control, no matter whether they've turned them off or anything, they're all totally engaged. Yeah. And then basically the biggest thing is that it will, um, it will give a report card to the parents of how the kids did. (laughs) And so it'll tell you the distance driven, the maximum speed, how many times it had to warn them, how many times there was an alert of a sudden braking or studying sudden stop when like a a collision avoidance system had to be activated. Um, and all kinds of data to help the parents determine whether the kids were driving recklessly or not. Wow. And it will not let you use the stereo if your seatbelts aren't buckled. No Which, way. What kid is going to drive without the stereo on? That's awesome. Man, yeah. well done, Chevy. That is fantastic. You know, a couple of years ago, Ford came out with a system similar to this where it actually would slow the car down. And yeah. a lot of people were concerned, well, that could be a safety risk, you know. Yeah. And so this is a little different take. It's a take where it's not going to actually, it's going to turn on the safety systems, but it's actually the main thing here is the reporting. That it's yes. reporting yeah. to the parents all well, you the You know what would things. be fantastic is if you could record your own voice warning your teenager to slow the car down. <laughs> <laughs> or a video pop up on the on the entertainment oh, system of you saying, awesome. slow it down, buddy. <laughs> slow it down. That would be awesome. Or if it went immediately to like a video chat where you could see your teenager <laughs> That's like right. On your phone. <laughs> and you could be standing in their room holding their guitar saying, you're not yes. getting this back unless you slow I'm it a, down, buddy. I'm going to break it over my knee right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is Morning Mayhem. Rob, what if I told you that there was a movie coming out about a Christian artist that was filmed over 17 years, capturing over 10,000 hours of footage? Whoa, that's that's a big project right there. That is the new movie, Unashamed, or Unashamed World, the story of Lecrae. Oh, really? Yep. Wow, that's super exciting. It's coming to theaters nationwide. It's going to be in over 200 theaters in a one-night premiere June 1st. Wow. Okay, so one night, you said over 200 theaters nationwide. That's right. One night, it'll be in 200 theaters, and then I'm sure beyond that, it'll be available for video, all those kind of things. Um, But they uh, spent um, over a decade in over seven different countries studying uh, passion, creativity, and social movements to kind of create the theme work for this whole movie and then followed Lecrae all the way from a, you know, garage um, indie, you know, rapper to an international superstar. Wow, man, I'm excited about that. I had not heard about that yet, but man, I'm going to definitely like find, I don't know if I'll be able to make it to that or not, but man, I want to see that. They actually are, uh, it also incorporates a lot of, um, Lecrae's uh, buddies that are in the 116 click, Triple yeah. Tadashi, Andy Minio, Show Baraka, KB, yeah. Derek Viner, DJ Official. Um, so they've got all of these uh, different uh, artists in there. Um, sounds really cool. I mean, you know, Lecrae's won two Grammys. He's, you know, huge, huge, huge all over the world. And, you know, to kind of show his story for the first time in this format, I think it's going to be really awesome. Yeah, he's he's a really neat guy, too. Like, beyond a fantastic artist, he's a very humble guy, a very down-to-earth guy. And, um, man, to, to have that kind of platform is really fantastic. 
Well, you heard it here first. We're going to put some on Facebook about it. But the Craze movie, Unashamed World, coming to theaters June 1st. Hopefully, it'll come near us. This is The Morning Mayhem. This is The Morning Mayhem Show, Tuesday, March 22nd, with your daily dose of God's Word from Psalm 139, 23 through 24. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. This can kind of be an intimidating prayer to pray, you know, to pray to God, to say, hey, look, come in me, look at me, evaluate me, test me, search me and tell me like what it is that you see offensive in me and let me know that. Um, But but the reality is, like we've been saying all morning, the funny thing is like God already knows, like we can ask him to search us and to know us. But the reality is he knows us. I mean, he's known us before we even knew ourselves. God knew us before we were ever even set foot on this earth. God knew who we were um, and he knows us now. And to me, this while this can be kind of a scary prayer to pray, it's also a beautiful one because we have a God who one who cares about us intimately enough to to search us to know us but also to be able to 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 show us the way and to like show us where we fall short to show us where there's sin in our lives that needs to go and then if you say that prayer if you pray that prayer to god and pray that god will show you that the holy spirit will show you where their sin is in your life and i'm confident that god will indeed show you just that and may each of us take time from time to time to ask God that question to say show me any offensive way in me so that I might like clear myself of that and be nearer to you draw myself closer to you to be drawn closer to you and I hope that can be your prayer today this is the morning mayhem on Elevate FM attention all listeners you are about to hear the voices of trained professionals do not try this at home it's Morning Mayhem with Robin Bryan. Good morning. This is the Morning Mayhem show Wednesday, March 23rd. We know you're up and early making preparations for today, probably going by the grocery store, picking up all the things you need to celebrate today's national holiday. Really? We need supplies to celebrate today's national holiday? Are you saying you don't know what today is? <laughs> I, yes, I am saying that. I have no idea what today's national holiday is. Wow, Rob, I am profoundly disappointed in you. Well, it's not the first time. <laughs> today is National Chip and Dip Day. Oh, wow. Hey, that is a good day. That's I right. Like this. Need to stop by the grocery store, pick up some varieties of dips, maybe some French onion, some salsa, Absolutely. you know, some, some queso, you know, uh, maybe a little spinach dip, some artichoke, some seven layer bean dip. I mean, whatever. Yes. Yes. Yeah. My if Molly makes um, this like buffalo chicken dip that is just Man, it's like one of those things that like you start eating it and I seriously I I have to remove myself from the room because otherwise I will eat the entire like little we have this little crock pot that we make it in. I'll eat the whole thing, man. It is so good. Yeah, that, one of those are like it's like a meal on a chip. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly. Yeah, th- that's it. the part about chips and dip is like a lot of times you're eating them while you're getting ready to eat dinner and you're like yes. I have to stop or I won't be able yes. to eat dinner, you know? <laughs> 
But when it's when you're just serving appetizers, then it's like, all right, who cares? This is right. my dinner, so I'll eat right. a ton of it. <laughs> right. We make a spicy spinach dip. It's a spinach oh, okay. dip that has rotel and pepper jack cheese in it, and oh, okay. man, it is fantastic. Out yeah. of this world good. Yeah, yeah. Well, I probably would be really good if you would just take the spinach out of it. Rob, have you never watched Popeye? <laughs> That's why I'm huge and massive and strong, because I eat my spinach. Right. <laughs> Right. Yes, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Don't you forget it, buddy. Where's, where's my spinach? This is the Morning Mayhem Show. This is the Morning Mayhem Show on Elevate FM on your Wednesday morning with your daily dose of God's Word from 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 3 and 4. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all of our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. That verse has the word comfort in it a lot. <laughs> it does. I was <laughs> noticing that. <laughs> but I think, you know, I think this is a, a the great verse because I love the idea of, I mean, one, God being a God of comfort is, is a beautiful thing. That in itself is really fantastic. But that he is ready and desires to comfort us. But it's not just for our comfort. It's not just so that we receive comfort, but we're actually called to then use what God has given us to then provide that same comfort to other people. And I think God calls us to that in a lot of times. Like when it comes to forgiveness, God says, look, if you want to be somebody who's forgiven, then you need to be somebody who forgives. Like you have to do that as well. And here God calls us to be people not only who are receiving comfort from God, but then to also be the hands and feet of God that then go to others and provide that same comfort to them. And so that they might feel the hand of God through you. And somebody might be doing the same thing through um, through God to you to be providing that comfort. But we are called to be a people who do good works in the name of God, to be his hands and feet. And that's what this verse is about. May you provide comfort to somebody today really needs it. This is Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM. Hey Rob, since you're an old fool from the old school, do you remember <laughs> Thank you. a guy named Phil Joel? Yes, he's from Newsboys, right? He was, yes. He was in Newsboys for a number of years. He was the bass player and vocalist um, for several years, I think most notably on the Entertaining Angels um, yes. Step Up to the Microphone album, Entertaining yeah. Angels, the big hit off that. I um, love that song. Kind of that period of time. And then he went and did a solo. He had a couple solo CDs. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he did. Well, he's back on the scene. Um, okay. Yeah, he is in a new group called Zealand Worship. Any guesses why it's called Zealand Worship? Because they're from New Zealand? Bingo! That was <laughs> always the big thing. You know, the Newsboys originally were from Australia. Yes, entertaining uh, angels. <laughs> and here, um, you know, Phil Joel was from New Zealand, which is yeah. you know, just a hop, skip, and jump away. Not the same place, but close. And um, so he um, he has got this new thing out. It's called Zealand Worship. And he is, uh, they've got a video for the second in a series of new acoustic worship songs recorded from their home uh, studio. It's called Forgiver. And they're unreleased, but you can see them on newreleasetoday.com. We'll put the, the uh, link on our Facebook page. 
Yeah, that's that's exciting. It's always exciting to see um, some of these old artists coming up with new ideas. We talked uh, a few days ago or whatever it was about um, uh, a guy from Petra and one of the guys from Whiteheart that's created yeah. a new group. That's fantastic, man. I love seeing these guys do stuff like that. If you want to check it out, we'll put the information on our Facebook page. The video is on newreleasetoday.com. The songs are released and they are available on iTunes. This is Morning Mayhem. This is the Morning Mayhem, and uh, you know we have some uh, really important news here. You know, I mean, this is a very political time of year. I mean, we're in the midst of a presidential campaign, but I don't want to talk about that necessarily. But what I do want to talk about is, you know, how there's all kinds of pieces of legislation that gets passed through that yeah. get kind of tacked on to other things, and it can be ridiculous stuff. Yes. Yeah. I have a fabulous one for you this <laughs> okay. morning. So there is an actual piece of legislation in the House of Representatives right now that is trying to. <laughs> what is it trying to do? It's, it's, it's trying to recognize magic as an art form and national treasure. <laughs> I'm assuming they mean the art of illusion, right? <laughs> yes. Yes, that is what they're talking about. So there is a. Uh, Congressman Jeff Sessions introduced a bill uh, like last week, I think it is, um, to not just do that, but to make every effort that magic is preserved, understood, and promulgated. Promulgated? Prom? I don't know what that word that is. Means that means that, that, I know, Rob. That's okay. I'll help you out. That means it's it's taken to prom. Yes. <laughs> They, they want but, people to do magic tricks at prom. That's what that means. But so, like, there's this real deal piece of legislation that's trying to get sponsored right now. Wow. So, yes. like, I just don't... Like, how would you even preserve it? Like, you just put take magicians and put them in, in museums? Because it's not like they're going to tell you their secrets, you know? And if you, you know, if you put them in a glass case to display them, they're just going to disappear. disappear. That's right. <laughs> you can't keep them in. Exactly. So I don't know what you do with that. Like, what is that? Like, why? I don't even understand. I don't. What is the point of that? Like, does that mean that in school now you'll have like in elementary school, you'll go to music, you'll go to art class and you'll go to magic class, magic and learn class? card tricks. What? I mean, what is this? Harry Potter or something? This, like, sounds, what are, <laughs> this sounds like the best way to ruin magic ever. Because everybody's right. going to know how to do all the tricks. And that's exactly. the whole. Once you learn how to do, know how to do a trick, it's like it's no fun. You're no, like, it's yeah, not. There's yeah. a hole in the table. She slid into the hole in the table. You know? Well, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Well, well, for all you magicians out there, it's time to start calling your Congress people. <laughs> this is morning. This is the morning mayhem, and we have your daily dose of scripture coming out of 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3 and 4. It says this. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. And, you know, when we did this verse last hour, Rob mentioned that comfort appears many times in this verse. <laughs> and it does. It does. I would have appreciated a synonym for it somewhere. But yes. <laughs> the thing is, is that, that it is, it's important in that it's showing us a hierarchy here of how that comfort, which is a strange word, but really calming during affliction. That when we're in trouble, when we're in pain, how we are calmed, how we are brought peace. 
Where does that peace flow from? Well, it, it says that it starts with God. God is the father of all comfort, all peace, all calming, all removal of trials. And then he comforts us. When we're in troubles, that flows from him to us. Why? So that then we can flow for that comfort to other people. See, the point is that we are to take what we receive to God and being like him, then extend that to other people. And so when you see your neighbor or your friend going through grief or pain or tragedy, they've lost a loved one, they're going through a crisis, you get to basically step into God's role. He allows you to step into this part of his role as an agent of his peace, as an agent of his comfort. That comfort may just be putting your arms around the person and crying. But that is comforting when you're going through tragedy. So be an agent of God's peace and God's comfort today. Let it flow from him to you onto others. Rob, I want you to imagine for a moment that you were a sewer worker in the city of Baltimore. Oh, dear. Okay, that's a rough job right there. I want you to imagine that there were some clogged up sewer lines and you you stuck your Roto-Rooter down in there, it didn't work, and you were trying to figure out how to do it and you thought, you know, why don't we use some high pressure compressed air? We'll 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 just oh we'll just stick that down there. We'll just yes. blow high pressure through these lines and clear them out. That would sound now reasonable. The, the right? only problem with that is that if it's blocked, it could come back at you. That's which that would be detrimental. <laughs> that's possible. Or it could continue through those lines and explode out. <laughs> Into the toilet of Angela Wright, who happened to be using the restroom at the time. Unfortunately, I'm just picturing, I'm just picturing what that would have been like. Miss Wright is suing the city of Baltimore for $250,000 in damages after she literally was sent flying through the air. And had $14,000 of damages to her bathroom. What? Are you kidding? $14,000? Her toilet exploded. What? (laughs) That's crazy. That's a lot of money. Wow. I, uh, that is so fantastic. I mean, that's awful. It's so, but it is so awesome. It's so terribly awesome. So the courts oh, are like, man. the courts are trying to figure out what they're going to do. They're, they're going to summon a jury to hear this case. They're wanting $250,000 in damages. Awesome. And awesome. <laughs> this is, there's no precedent for how you try a case of an exploding yeah. toilet. That is ridiculous. So ridiculous. So I think the um, <laughs> moral of the story is... Uh, be careful when you're in the bathroom. This is Apparently. morning. This is morning mayhem. Good morning on your Wednesday morning. This is the Morning Mayhem Show with Brian and Rob. I turned that around to put my name first. You see that, Rob? <laughs> yes, I did. Brian see and Rob that. today. And it's not a Today is National Chip and Dip Day, so be sure to stop by the supermarket, pick up some chips and dip for you and your coworkers, your family, your friends, whoever you're spending the day with, because got to celebrate Chip and Dip Day. Maybe it's Dip and Chip Day. <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe it's not Chip and Dip Day. Maybe it's Dip first, then Chip. The dip is the primary reason for the chip. 
That's very true. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah. I, uh, man, I, I don't know why we do this to ourselves. We torture ourselves by talking about food in the morning when I can't access it. Yeah, that is a real problem. We and I didn't make show. preparations for chip and dip day. Like, I should have brought that here with me today, but I didn't. Yeah. Well, you should have because, um, well, you know, the fact that you didn't might be a good thing because you don't want to have chips and dip if you're getting in shape. And, Rob, you probably are wanting to get in shape for a job that's opening soon. Oh, really? Which is? Ninja. <laughs> okay. A, a job as a ninja. Yes. In Japan, there is a company that is hiring six full-time ninjas to boost tourism in the region. What? Yeah. So you have to be physically fit, ages 18 and older, have the manneris- mannerisms of a secretive assassin, and great people skills. <laughs> <laughs> I don't typically think of ninjas as people with great people skills. I, I just don't think that. You also have to love a have a love of history and acrobatic skills, and proficiency in Japanese is a bonus, but not required. There's a full time. Uh, it's a full time position, and pay is about sixteen hundred dollars a month. Wow. So what are so the, what are they just like basically? For show? For tourists? Is that what it is? There will be regular performances and media appearances. They're hoping to boost tourism to this area of Japan where ninjas kind of started. There is a website you can go to. I can't tell you because it's a bunch of Japanese words, (laughs) but I will put it on Facebook. I can't tell you what it says on it because it's all in Japanese. But there is a full job description (laughs) there if you can read Japanese. Uh, yeah, or, you know, probably maybe the better option is just to go on American Ninja Warrior because that's a good show. Yeah, that's true. But then you <laughs> won't be a true ninja like you would That's true. Ninja. This is Morning Mayhem. This is the Morning Mayhem show on Elevate FM with your daily dose of God's word. It comes from 2 Corinthians 1, 3, and 4. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. (laughs) It just makes me laugh every time you read it. There's so much comfort in that verse. And it is a very comforting verse. I find much comfort from the God of all comforts in the comforting (laughs) tone of your voice. So it's really quite nice. It makes me feel comfortable. (laughs) So, you know, I think the the neat thing about this verse too is that in in the scripture, it says to the God and Father, that word Father to me is a beautiful part of this verse, verse that he's referred to as our Father. And so when we're talking about a God who cares about us, who has compassion on us, who desires to comfort us in our troubles, that to me is a picture of a father, a father who wants to do that, a, a father who is um, has compassion and mercy on his children, who loves his children and wants to bring them comfort in the midst of their troubles, just like I do to, to my to my children when I when I see them in pain or hurt, and I want to comfort them. I want to bring them that comfort. And to to me, it, it's so it's such a beautiful picture of the character of who God is when we hear verses like this saying that God desires to bring us comfort when we are in trouble and when we're in need. And and hopefully that's the case for you. And if you're in a place where you need that, I hope that you will pray to God for that comfort. And if you're not, you'll find somebody else in your life who needs that comfort and provide that same comfort that God gave you. This is Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM.
We talk a lot about drones in our tech news segment. We drone yes. on and on about them. Yes, we do, actually. <laughs> There's been a lot of news about drones lately and um, in the last year because the FAA obviously opened up um, airspace to them through a series of exemptions. And people have had to file for these exemptions for commercial use of drones. They have to list various reasons that they'd like to use their drone commercially. And what's interesting is now that there have been several thousand of those exemptions filed, there are colleges that are studying, that's all public record, they're studying the data, looking for patterns. Yeah. And Bard College just published uh, a study that showed that of the um, people that are applying for commercial exemptions, there's a question mm-hmm. in there where um, they are asked if they are if they are interested in flying their drone for the purpose of emergency services during a crisis. And 20%, almost 20%, 19% in the last quarter of 2015 mentioned emergency services as the reason they wanted their commercial exemption six times more than that was reported earlier so there's a huge growing interest in people using drones in emergency service situations and i wonder what that i wonder what that means emergency service like what kind of emergency service would you provide with a drone like video coverage of what was happening well you know it's that's probably search and rescue is more you know yeah but the, right now the authorities are very worried that you know when there's something going on and they're trying to conduct search and rescue that they're going to have all these drones, all these drones zipping drones in and out of right yeah. right so um you know don't it's not doesn't mean that they can do it just because they've uh, applied for that but people are trying to start businesses where you know they use drones for search and rescue yeah so. yeah well i would think that could that that certainly is possible that that could be a very lucrative um, new type of business to have drones that are able to, you know, swing into action in, in a moment like that. Well, we know that Ford was working with DJI to um, come up with a system where a, a, one of their drones could take off and land from the bed of a moving truck. Yes, that's uh, and right. That was for search and rescue purposes. So certainly we will see a lot more advancement in this field. Um, obviously, there is a ton of interest in it in those federal filings. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. Well, it's only been a couple weeks now, uh, less than two weeks since Newsboys released their new album, Love Riot, and it's already topping the charts. Yeah. Is it, is it that they love a riot? No, it's, it's an, actually, this is, it's a love song for the album Riot by Carmen. Oh, you remember so, back? Yes, back yeah. in the late nineties, yeah. early two thousands, Carmen did that. That his rap album, Riot. Yes. This is yeah. the Newsboys expressing their love for Riot. Love the album. of Riot. That's my take yeah. on it, anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, it's a, an album dedicated to Carmen. Carmen, yeah, that's completely great. No, dedicated that's, to him. That's fantastic. As the father of modern Christian music. <laughs> well, good for them, man. Good for them to show some love for Carmen, man. <laughs> so, love did, Riot. Did Riot win like? Like hip hop album of the year. Let's not talk came about. Out let's, let's not talk about it. <laughs> so, okay. the album um, came in at number one on Nielsen uh, SoundScan and on iTunes, and it was in the top, for iTunes Christian chart, and it was in the top ten overall top albums on iTunes. Um, so, and it was number fourteen on the Billboard Top 200. So, that's a huge, huge debut. Of course, they are on a huge roll right now. 
Records. Oh yeah, they're 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 bringing the heat, man. Especially with this new album being, um, you know, prominently featured. I'm sure in God's Not Dead 2, which is coming to theaters on April 1st. So that's come that's real soon. So um, so I, I'm yeah. It, it makes sense that this album is doing so well. Well, they're going to be on tour this spring with um, Audio Adrenaline, OBB, and Ryan Stevenson. So, gosh, talk about an incredible show. That's the We Believe God's Not Dead tour. So hopefully it comes uh, this way pretty soon. Maybe we can catch them in this area. This is The Morning Mayhem. This is The Morning Mayhem, and we are bringing to you your daily dose of scripture for the last time today. It comes out of 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3 and 4. It says, praise, to the be, praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles, so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. And we should praise God for this. We should praise God for the fact that he pours his comfort on us and then allows us to participate in that work of comforting others. I know when one of my kids will fall down and scrape their knee or, you know, have somebody make fun of them or something bad happen to them, you know, they come seeking comfort from me. They come, they want to climb up in my arms, climb up in my lap. They want me to put a Band-Aid on. They want me to tell them it's going to be okay. They want me to hug them and hold them. And I'm the same way. I want to go to God and say, God, I, I need that comfort. I need you to make it right. And God allows us to participate in that by then being able to bring that comfort to others. Some of the most rewarding times I ever had in ministry were times when I could stand there with somebody who was grieving and be able to assure them that God's promises were true and that God was grieving with them and that God would hold true to his promises and they would see their loved one again one day in heaven. When we are able to give comfort in the name of God, it is a huge blessing. And we are the ones that that are receiving the blessing because we're getting to do the work of God. We're getting to participate in his work in this world. Would you want to do that? I mean, what better thing to do in this world than participate in the work of God in it? This is the Morning Mayhem Show right here on Elevate FM. Good morning. It's early and you should still be sleeping. But if you have to be up, then at least you should get to hear great radio. Or you could just listen to these guys. It's Morning Mayhem with Robin Bryan. This is the Morning Mayhem show here on Elevate FM. And we are with you this morning, Thursday, March 20. Forth as we try and elevate you to new heights of joy and wonderfulness. <laughs> Is that really what we do here? Yes. I, th- I thought it was more like, hey, let's try and get people through the morning Well, alive. <laughs> I, I see us, Rob, as being elevators. I mean, it is Elevate FM, so I see us as being yes. elevators. Yes, and, you know? and that is, I mean, that is what people call supporters of the station, right? Right. That was yeah. all the elevators out there. So we are elevating people. Now it's like, it kind of sounds like Hulk Hogan. Oh, my little elevators <laughs> out there. Third floor, morning show, and household items. Fourth floor, afternoon annex and sporting goods. I don't think we would ever make it that high in the building. I think we would be stuck in the basement. Well, like how- in the where there's no light. <laughs> Why don't they put us on the floor that has like the groceries and confectionery treats? Because that today be is chocolate covered raisin day. 
Okay. All right. That's kind of random, but uh, I I can get behind that. It's not a vegetable. It's not green. So it's got chocolate involved. Yeah, but, you know, it's like you take, and I love them, but you take the sweetest, you know, most sugary fruit there is and wrap it in chocolate. Yeah. It's yeah, not, it's, not a health food. <laughs> Probably not, but it is still a fruit. I mean, technically, it's a fruit. To me, chocolate-covered raisins just make me think of the movie theater because that's the only place I ever had them okay. as a kid was the Raisinettes. Yeah. Raisinettes, yeah, okay. And, and I'm honestly not sure why I got them because my parents never bought anything in the movie theater. We were yes. the ones that were yes. sneaking in popcorn ourselves yes. from yes. home. Yes, yes, exactly. My mom used to bring the biggest purse ever into the movie theater. <laughs> she, it, it, the thing was like a duffel bag, and it would be like full of popcorn. but. You can't make it two hours without a snack. Exactly, right? (laughs) My mom used to put the popcorn in Ziploc bags Uh and then give them to us. And, you know, it was winter. We'd be wearing winter coats. We'd have to shove them in the sleeves under our armpits, (laughs) carry them in, and then pull them out so we wouldn't get caught. What kind of example are we setting to our children? (laughs) (laughs) You know you've done it with your kids, too. Well, the popcorn in the movie, there's like $7. It's ridiculous, man. It's so expensive. Not to mention all the su- butter and salt. When I was a kid, I didn't know popcorn could have butter and salt. I just <laughs> It was just like an excuse to eat corn. It tasted yes. horrible. Yes. Yeah, you didn't realize that popcorn had taste. <laughs> First time I had movie theater popcorn, I was like, this is why people like it. <laughs> wow, it's amazing what a little butter and salt can do. Well, don't put butter and salt on your chocolate-covered raisins, because that'd be gross. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. This is the Morning Mayhem, and we have your daily dose of scripture coming out of 2 Timothy 1, verse 9. And it says, He has saved us and called us to a holy life, not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. This grace was given us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. I just imagine like, you know, being lost in the woods, you know, it's like you're wandering and you're wandering. I was a kid one time, I was taking snipe hunting, <laughs> which is like, That's awesome. where, That's awesome. you know, people take you out in the woods and say you're going to hunt for snipes and they run off and leave you. And I was wandering around in the woods in the dark. I was probably like eight or nine years old. I was terrified, absolutely terrified. And I was at summer camp and my camp counselor started calling out to me and he had a flashlight and I could see in the distance, Brian, Brian, I called back. And he guided me out of the woods. Well, in this verse, you know, that's kind of what God did. He saves us and calls us to a holy life. You know, we're wandering around in the woods. We're terrified. We're alone. You know, it's scary. It's dark. And God shines his light and calls out to us. And he says, come this way. And he calls us out of that. And it's not because we're so great. It's not because we've done anything wonderful. It's because he knows that outside of the woods is where we need to be. He knows that his purpose, his grace, all that was designed for us to be out of the woods. You know, just like summer camp, I need to get out of the woods and go to my cabin where people were up telling stories, having fun. That's where we need to be. God wants to take us out to the good life. So if you're wandering in the woods today, if your life can be characterized by wandering around in the dark, not sure what you're doing, scared of everything, listen, God is calling for you. He's calling you. Follow his voice, and he'll lead you out of the woods. This is Morning May. Today we are going to be talking about some news coming from Rob's second favorite artist. His favorite artist, if you haven't heard, is Phil Wickham. 
His second favorite artist. Why you got to mess with people like that? <laughs> you love Phil Wickham. It's great. <laughs> Look, Phil Wickham's a great guy. He's just not my favorite artist, okay? <laughs> the second favorite artist is Becca Shea. <laughs> now, that isn't a... Well, now, she may not be my favorite artist. However... I, I can't even think. What is the name of that the newest song that we're playing right now that she just released? It has a name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I really Whatever like it. Whatever it is, it's just it's come out. Really good. I've heard it a bunch of times, and every time I hear it, I'm like, man, I really like this song. And I, I yes, well, that's what I was just saying. Is I remember hearing it. It's the first time that I had heard it was when I was actually listening to Elevate FM, and um, and I heard it came on the radio, and I was like, who is this? Like I was so like. I, I couldn't figure out who in the world it was, but man, it, it the her, whatever song it is that we're playing right now is fantastic. Well, it's "I'll Be All Right." That's right. That's what it's called. "I'll Be All Right." And so she song. just announced she's dropping a surprise album. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. It's really interesting, though. It's totally instrumental. Really? Yeah. She's making an instrumental album. She's made an instrumental album. It's called "Rest Without Words," and. She said she's actually, she's been writing a book and as she was writing the book and she'd be listening to music, if it had words, it just threw her, she couldn't concentrate, but listening to music without words, she was able to continue to study and work on what she was doing. And she thought, you know what? I should make an album for people who are wanting to meditate, study, write, things like that. And so she just made the album, says, I hope it blesses you. And she's released it through um, all the digital media stores, iTunes, Spotify, and Amazon. And what is it called? Rest Without Words. Oh, wow. Okay. That's really cool because, I mean, I, I actually do use music like that from time to time. I'll have to check that out for sure. She says, rest is an album that heals. Allow God to embrace you with every note. There's a greater love that transcends sickness, fear, anxiety, and loneliness. It is the perfect love of Jesus. So, great way to describe it. You can nice. check it out in all the online retailers. It's called Rest Without Words by Becca Shea. It's available now. This is the Morning Mayhem Show on Elevate FM. This is the Morning Mayhem Show on Elevate FM with Rob and Brian. And Rob, have you ever been on an airplane when somebody was just doing something annoying? Yes. Um, I'm trying to think of an example of that. But, like, I mean, mostly it usually has to do with kids. That's That's been the thing that, like, I, you do I, like, hate I, kids. I have, <laughs> I have a pretty high tolerance for kids because I have kids. But it is, it's just rough when you get on, on a plane where there's a baby that's just like super upset or sick or whatever. That's just hard. It's just hard. It is hard. You know, and, and then you got people with like the, the seat uh, reclining it back up and back and up and back. And you've got your tray down, you have a drink on it and your drink yes. spills. And that's frustrating. But like not, you have your iPad set up, knocks your iPad over. I think the worst is when people are rude, you know, when somebody's just really being a jerk, you know, and they're being mean and and argumentative. Well, recently um, there was an incident on a plane over the volume of music, which I could see, you know, that could be an irritating thing. If somebody's playing the music, not in their headphones, they're playing it too loud, you know. Um, They're not playing Elevate FM and you're like, what in the world? (laughs) (laughs) So there were a couple women that were sitting there and they were blasting music from like a Bluetooth speaker. Really, really loud. And another passenger asked them if they could turn down the volume. Instead, they turned it up. Oh, come on. Come on. What are you doing? So at this point. Who are you? Why would you do this? (laughs) At this point. 
Somebody said, can you please turn the music down? And the women said, what are you going to do about it? Oh, man. So wow. then they stood up in the aisle, started waving their Bluetooth speaker around uh, while they're playing the music. Needless to say, a melee of five passengers throwing punches is what came next. No way. It got into a fist fight on the plane? Five women broke out in a fist fight on the plane. No the way. plane uh, had to land at uh, LAX, and the police had to escort all five women no off the plane. Way. And the so FBI has to investigate the incident as well. Oh, my God. Wow! Really? Over a speaker in an air... Like, you shouldn't even be playing music out loud on an airplane. No. You, like, you shouldn't. They, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter how rude the people were that were asking them to turn it down. Right from the get-go, you can't play music out loud on an airplane? No. No. That's when you're like, air marshal. Air marshal. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, i tell you what, kids, here's the lesson. Here's the lesson. Don't play music on an airplane. <laughs> No. Don't be rude on the airplane. Get Just your headphones on. Sit down, get in your headphones, and wait till you get to your destination. Exactly. <laughs> this is the Morning Mayhem. This is the Morning Mayhem Show with Rob and Brian, giving you your daily dose of God's Word. It comes today from 2 Timothy 1.9. He has saved us and called us to a holy life, not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. This grace was given us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. Yeah, this this is a great reminder because, you know, it's I love verses like this that gently remind us that it's not because of anything you've done that God has done what he's done for you. Like, don't don't get a big head about this by thinking that, like, God has given you this grace and called you to this life because of something amazing that you've done, because it's not. It's not about anything that you have done. It's not anything like that. It's about who God is, and it's about his purposes. It's about what he's trying to do. And so he calls us into this life because we are his children. It's because of his purpose and wanting relationship with us because we are his children. And so because of that, he calls us into this life, to this holy life, not because of our accomplishments, but simply because we are his and may you live life as his, as his child today. This is Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM. This is the Morning Mayhem show on Elevate FM. And, you know, Rob and I are in our 30s. You know, we got plenty of years ahead of us to, you know, live life, do the Morning Mayhem show. But one day, you know, <laughs> one day we'll be gone, right? And um, Rob I'm not has- sure that that's true. I mean, it's possibility. Well, let's just say it's possible. Yeah, that a- one day average, average male, you know, it's life is 72. I'm 36. I'm halfway there. You know, it's all downhill from here. <laughs> I'm, I'm halfway over. So the thing is, though, but Rob is got a plan. Rather than him ever dying, he's going to have a cyborg built that they're going to wire his brain into so that he can live on forever. <laughs> right, Rob? <laughs> That's like straight out of every like futuristic, you know, type movie you've ever heard of. Except science fiction is now becoming reality. Come on. There's Come a billionaire. On. There's a billionaire in Russia named Dmitry. Way too much money. Dmitry Itskov, <laughs> and he is the founder of the 2045 initiative, which is 
a network of scientists trying oh, to develop cybernetic immortality within the next few decades. He's 35 years old, and he's hoping that by <laughs> before 2050, when he expects to be dead, he <laughs> wants to have either his brain attached to a life-supporting computer system that will keep him alive or all the information in his brain uploaded to a computer so that his consciousness will stay alive forever. What in the world? That is like the most ridiculous. I don't even know what to say about that. It's so silly. It's, uh, it, I mean, one, hold, hold the phone. The man is 35 years old and is a billionaire? Yep. Come on. Listen to this quote. He says, within the next 30 years, I'm going to make sure that we can all live forever. I'm 100% confident it will happen. Otherwise, I wouldn't have started it. 100%. That might be a slight overstatement. That's their goal. So he says by 2020, they're going to have avatars, which are robots that can be controlled by the human brain and feedback from the robots sent to the brain. I can't imagine anything going wrong with that at all. (laughs) That is also straight out of some sort of dystopian future movie. That's what that is. I'm pretty sure this guy has watched a bunch of science fiction movies and then got a bunch of scientists and said, make this happen. And they said, as long as you keep the money coming, we'll keep making you think it's going to happen. We'll make it happen. We'll keep working. For for the next 30 years. Air quotes, working on it. (laughs) This is the Morning Mayhem show. This is the Morning Mayhem, and we have, um, I've got a list for you this morning, Brian. I've got a list for you. We had talked, you remember last week we talked about Chick-fil-A and their, um, uh, some of them are starting to do the the challenge where uh, if you put your phone in a box for the entire meal, like you don't use your phone for the whole meal, they'll give you ice cream at the end of it. Yeah. Yep. I remember that. It made me think about this, and I saw this article pop up, and it's, the article is, Seven signs you're spending too much time looking at your phone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hit hit me with it. All of us feel that way sometimes, right? Yes. So, seven signs. Number seven is airplane mode induces anxiety. Yeah. You're afraid you're going to miss a call. Yeah. Right. Right. That one doesn't stress me out at all. that's, That's fine. I don't care. In fact, I like airplane mode. Number six, you check for social media updates at traffic lights. Yeah, not me. Nope, I'm not a social media dude. Yeah, unfortunately, I have been guilty of that at times. I have that has happened to me. Uh, number five, the last thing you see before bed and the first thing you look at in the morning is your phone. I specifically try not to do that. Usually, I do. A lot of times, I'll be the last thing I'll look at before bed. But then when I get up in the morning, I really try hard to just get up and do something for 10 or 15 minutes before I even pick up my phone. I'd gotten into a habit of checking my email right when I woke up, and that's just dumb. Yeah, it is. And it's just very, it can make it very overwhelming when you're like checking it like that so, so intensely. Yeah. Now, number four, you consistently have zero new items in your Facebook Facebook feed. <laughs> yeah, that, I, again, I'm not a I don't a even know that that's guy, humanly but, possible, yeah. but I, I get what they're saying. Like, if you check Facebook that often, there might be something wrong. Right. Number three, all of your alone time is spent on your phone. Yeah, that's not a good thing. No, you should be outside and doing other things and creative endeavors. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's an easy way to, think, to get sucked into where you're just like looking any like open moment that you have. You're on your phone instead of doing something really worthwhile. Right. 
All right, number two, you use your phone. This one I think is important. You use your phone as a crutch in socially awkward situations. Oh, people do that all the time. It's like there's a lull in the conversation, and all of a sudden everybody looks down at their phone. Or yes. Goes, yes. Yes. Yeah, and uh, like I see that especially with uh, a lot of times with teenagers. Like the moment conversation slows down at all, they're right out on their phones. Yep. And that's that's probably not a really healthy thing. The very last one is you look at your phone while you're bored at church. <laughs> I've never done that. Uh, <laughs> that is a, like if that's happening, that's that's a bad situation. Yeah, that's a very bad situation. But I think honestly, the one thing that we can pull from all of this is there's honestly in a world where smartphones are what they are. It man, we need to constantly be checking ourselves to make sure that um, we have a healthy relationship with it. This is the morning mayhem on Elevate FM. This is the morning mayhem on Elevate FM, and we have your daily dose of scripture. It comes out of Second Timothy chapter one, verse nine. It says. He has saved us and called us to a holy life, not because of anything that we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. This grace was given us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. So before time even began, God was giving us grace. You know, we think a lot of times in linear process, like, hey, I sinned, then I confessed, then God forgave me. And yet before the beginning of time, before he even created Adam and Eve, he said, okay, they're going to sin. They're going to fall short. They're going to need Jesus if we do this, you're going to need to do that. And Jesus said, yeah, yeah, I'll die. I'll do it. Okay, let's go. Let's let's make this happen. Let's create them. They knew going in. This is not a surprise. It wasn't, oh, no, what are we going to do? Before time began, God knew that he would pour out his grace in Jesus to us, to you, for your sins, for your failures, for your shortcomings, for all the times you've, you know, basically spit in God's face. Before mm-hmm. time began. He was willing to forgive you before you were even born, before your grandparents, your great-grandparents were even born. He was willing to forgive you and pour out his grace on you. That's the God we serve. You're listening to the Morning Mayhem Show on Elevate FM. There's a lot of high-tech stuff out there to help you stay healthy, Fitbits, Jawbones. Um, oh, yeah, I love super the, popular the right The Map now. My Run app, I love that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so many different great things. And of course, we've been talking about things that help you with what you eat. You know, we talked a while back about a, a new device that lets you scan your food and determine the caloric content. And, That's it. Know. I remember that. But it was like a big device you had to bring with you with your phone yes, everywhere. Yes, yes. So now there's a new um, way to count calories. The researchers at the University of Buffalo have figured out that you can wear a necklace that can gauge your caloric intake by listening to what you eat. What? Yeah. Apparently. It listens to what you eat. Apparently, the sounds that you make while chewing and swallowing are very different when consuming different foods. And so this necklace listens. It can tell if you're munching on an apple, if you're eating a cookie, uh, and it sends that data back to the smartphone and then recommends improvements. It also can tell how long you were eating, how fast you were eating. It's not foolproof. They said it only detects the right food about 85% of the time, but still, that's 85% of the time by just listening to you chew. That feels like it's nearly impossible. Like, I can't hardly believe that that's real. Well, it is, Rob. It is. And you're you're questioning my integrity when you say, <laughs> you're assuming that I'm lying to you here. I'm trying to tell you the truth about this, and you say you don't believe me. 
What's it's up only because you lie to me so much and so often. <laughs> okay. So anyway, we're going to put some on Facebook about this. But, you know, who knows? Is a necklace that listens to you chew the future of health in America? Weird. I don't it's know. It's just weird. This is Tech News on Morning Mayhem. I remember a while back, Rob, we were listening to Elevate and a song came on. You were like, hey, hey, look at the computer. Tell me who it is that's playing this song because I, I I've never heard this one before. And right. It was Verdia, Pretty Lies. And yeah. You, you really liked it a lot. Yeah. Well, I hadn't I hadn't ever heard of them before up until, again, I know we were just talking about this with Becca Shea, but it, it, I, in fact, I think it was the same day that I heard this song, but I had heard it and I was like, man, that's such a cool song. Like, and, and I, uh, it didn't sound like anybody I recognized. So yeah, they're a new band to me. Well, they, of course, are right now, their songs are charting off of their EP. They don't even have their full length album out yet, but they finally released their first music video and it's to the song Pretty Lies. Yeah, yeah, I just seen that the other day, and Viridia has a really cool sound. They're they're kind of in the same vein as like the Flyleaf, but maybe not quite as intense as Flyleaf was. Um, but this this video, um, Pretty Lies, which the song alone, like just l- let me tell you a little bit about the song. The song is all about um, basically like the lies the world tells us about um, about who we are, the way that we look, and this constant pursuit of trying to uh, pursue a, a look or a feel or to accomplish like all the things that we do to sacrifice to make ourselves look like what we want to look like. So the idea of pretty lies, that's through the whole song as they go through this. And they kind of paint out that picture of uh, of what it looks like to, to for people as far as like plastic surgery and dressing and all this kind of stuff. And so it's a really neat spin on the song, which is, uh, I think is a really... I mean, one, it's very catchy, but beyond that, the, the the message of Pretty Lies, I think, is a really important message, especially for this upcoming generation. That's right. So you can check it out. We'll put it on our Facebook. It's obviously on YouTube, and it's also on their website and their uh, social media channels. You can check it out at viridiamusic.com. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. This is the Morning Mayhem show on your Thursday, March 24th. Getting ready to wrap up the show, but don't worry because Kennedy will be here with the Midday Show in just a little bit. Before we go, we do want to leave you with the daily dose of God's Word from 2 Timothy 1.9. He has saved us and called us to a holy life, not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. This grace was given us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. Yeah, and I think there's something too. I mean, we've talked a lot about what it means to be called, um, like why he has called us, but also, uh, I mean, let's not forget what he has called us to. He's called us to a holy life. To me, which uh, I always remember one of my uh, uh, Greek teachers in college talking about the word holy and um, and how uh, it, at, at the most simplest, the word holy means other like just simply other, like to live an other life, to live something that is completely other than what you find in our world today. And that is the type of life that he's called us to is a life that is completely other, completely opposite from what we see in our culture, what we see in the world around us. He's called us to a life that's completely different um, because we are a people who love and honor God, who follow God. And because of that, it transforms the way that we live. And if your faith, if your life, if your relationship with God is not something that is transforming the way that you live, 
then you're doing it wrong. There's something wrong about the way that you're going about it. And so remember what you're called to. Remember that this life that you're called to is some something completely other, just like the God you serve. This is Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM. You're listening to Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM. Good morning. It is your Friday morning, March 25th. Rob and I here on the Morning Mayhem Show. And today we celebrate a author. And this author has um, several quotes. Rob, I want to ask you, I I know you've read this author, okay? I I want to read a couple quotes to you and see (laughs) if you can tell me. It's not Dr. Seuss. I know that because we already had Dr. Seuss. No, it's not Dr. Seuss. (laughs) Tell me who the author is. It's the job that's never started that takes the longest to finish. The job that's never started that takes the longest to finish. Is it Steve Jobs? As in Jobs? No. All right, let's try another (laughs) quote. All's well that ends well. Isn't that just like an anonymous kind of like... No, it's not. This is where the quote's from. It's from actual person. Yes. One more. You'll get it for this one. No, I won't. Three rings for the elven kings under the sky. Seven for the dwarf. J.R.R. Tolkien? Yes. No way. Yes. This is Tolkien Reading Day. Nice. That is awesome. I didn't realize that quote came from him. Yeah, all's well that ends well. And um, oh, you know why? Because I said it wrong. It's all's well that ends better. (laughs) So (laughs) there goes that's out the window. Okay. Well, if I could read, it would help. Yes. <laughs> Tolkien is is awesome, man. That guy is phenomenal. And I know it makes me a huge nerd, but man, the Lord of the Rings trilogy is one of the greatest pieces of literature ever. You know, it's consistently rated as the greatest work of fiction ever. Yeah. It yeah. was not so much during his lifetime. Um, it was it was really not received well at first, then it grew and it grew and before he died, it was very popular, but since his death, it has attained status of legendary, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Which, I mean, it feels like is oftentimes the case with that kind of stuff. Like, it's not quite uh, um, appreciated in its time, but after, when people have perspective on it, they realize the greatness of it, and that his writings are definitely a piece of that. Well, this is what Tolkien said about some of his critics at the time. Some who have read the book, or at any rate have reviewed it, have found it boring, absurd, contemptible, and I have no cause to complain since I have similar opinions of their works or the kind of writing that they <laughs> evidently prefer. <laughs> well done, Tolkien. <laughs> so if you haven't read Tolkien, maybe go pick up a copy of The Hobbit and start today. Uh, Gerard Tolkien was a Christian man, and he wrote a lot of Christian symbolism into the book. It's very worth the read. Probably the best piece of fiction literature in the history of the world. Yeah. This is Morning Mayhem. This is the Morning Mayhem Show on Elevate FM with Rob and Brian. I've got your daily dose of God's Word, hoping that it helps your morning get started right from 1 Peter 3.15. But in your hearts, revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. There's there's a lot to this verse. I know it's only one verse, but there's so many different things that you can look at in this verse. But I want to just look at that very first part about setting Christ apart um, as Lord in our hearts. And I think that there is something about that is like when in in our life, we have things that we kind of set apart as like 
really important to us, the things that are, aren't so important to us. But here is a, a reminder to us that it's it's an active choice, I believe, to set apart Christ in our hearts. Like we make choices all the time about who we want to be and where we want to go and the type of life that we want to live. And to me, part of this is a reminder of saying, look, you need to set Christ apart as Lord in your heart. Like you need to put him in that place where God is the one who is um, ruling over your life, who you give um, that you you lean on and look to for direction that you choose to make him the Lord of your life. And to me, and I hope that's true today. And if you are not a follower of Christ, I hope that you will deeply consider that choice of making Christ the Lord of your life. But even if you do follow him, is a make that daily choice of choosing to make him the Lord of your life. This is... One of the artists that we play on the station, and I've enjoyed listening to, especially after seeing them in concert at the Big Daddy Weave concert, uh, is Citizen Way. Yeah. And Citizen Way is has just uh, released their highly anticipated sophomore album, 2.0. And guess what? The critics love it. <laughs> and that's that's always a good thing. If the critics hate it, then you've got a problem. <laughs> yeah, there's been some great quotes about it. They said it takes the originally high bar set by Citizen Way and raises it even further. Well, that's excellent. You know, it's so funny because, um, like, if you if you're into music at all, you know the term sophomore slump. And man, for so many bands, that, that is absolutely accurate. It's something about that second album that really uh, makes it very difficult to overcome and produce a really good album. So for them, man, this is a huge, huge win for them. Yeah, it is. It's got to be really tough. I think um, uh, Matt Kearney said it in, in one of his songs. He said, it takes a lifetime to write your first album and then like 18 months you have to do a repeat or something yeah know? it's yeah. like you're on tour and you're out there and you have to turn around and write something that's just as good or better after you spent your whole life pouring yourself into all your best ideas into that first album into that, that, that first album yeah so, absolutely so it's getting a lot of love from a lot of fans the singles are on the radio they're on tour right now with um newsboys jeremy camp mandisa on the rock and worship road show so you know really cool stuff check out citizen way you can check them out citizenwaymusic.com and uh 2.0 now is available now at all online retailers this is the morning mayhem show this is the morning mayhem on elevate fm on your friday and rob you know it's not uncommon for police to get in high speed chases um you know it's a fairly dangerous thing they try not to do it but sometimes they have no choice right Oh, yeah. I mean, there's sometimes where somebody just takes off on you and you got to do what you got to do. And, and I know, man, you, you know, people always get like, excited when they see those on TV. You like to see what's going to happen. But the reality is it's very dangerous. Yeah. And, you know, I would imagine that it's really difficult for police to keep track, especially like a car, you know, just like a white sedan or something, you know, or yeah. a red car, maybe red, but like a white or a gray or a brown. You know, it's hard to. You know, you're taking off there, weaving in and out, yes. and hard to see that car ahead of you. Well, right. this one woman um, in Northern California, um, she decided to make it easy. Her name's Sharon K. Terman. She decided to make it easy on the cops. Um, okay. She, they pulled over for a traffic stop, and she took off, and they had to start in a high-speed chase after her. But it was pretty easy to do because her 94 Chrysler van was painted to look exactly like Scooby-Doo's Mystery Machine. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, you're not going to hide in that van. 
No. There's no way you're going to hide in that van. They will follow you. <laughs> it's painted teal with the yellow trim and the orange flowers, and it says the Mystery Machine Scooby-Doo on it. It actually says the yes, Mystery Machine it on it? It looks just like, oh my just like the Mystery Machine. And okay, and, and what are you doing running? One, what are you doing running from the police? But number two, what are you doing running from the police in a van? But then a van painted like the mystery machine? Well, let's back that up a little. How about what oh, are you doing driving goodness. around in a van painted like the mystery <laughs> machine to begin with? How did you get to that point in life? <laughs> what, what, what sort of bad decisions led you to that point? <laughs> they said the van hit at least four other vehicles and sped up to 100 miles an hour during the chase. So this was a Who serious knew that this chase. Who knew that the mystery machine could even make it to 100 miles an hour? <laughs> the best, that alone is impressive. The best part is, is if you remembered Scooby-Doo, every episode ended with the bad guy saying, I would have got away with it too if it wasn't for you <laughs> conniving kids. And you could just almost imagine her saying that as she's getting arrested. <laughs> That would have been the best thing ever. If she had said that when she got arrested, that would be the best. Um, and, like, I know police never want to get in this situation, but you know they had to be loving chasing the mystery machine. A small piece of them had to love that moment. <laughs> well, we'll put a picture. You got to see this. We'll put, put, a picture, put a picture of the van on Facebook. It's so fun. This is Morning Bay. This is the Morning Mayhem, and we have your daily dose of scripture here, and it's coming out of 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15. It says, But in your hearts set apart Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. So the question is, do you have an answer? If somebody were to come up to you today and say, you, you know, you just seem different. I mean, you just seem like things don't get you down, you know. You seem like you just, you've got all this hope. You know, peace about you. Why? What would your answer be? Would you be like, oh, I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty easygoing person. I'm an optimist. I mean, you know, things are just fine. Nothing, I don't have any major problems in my life. Or would your answer be, oh, well, let me tell you why. Because the God of the universe gives me a peace that surpasses understanding. Yeah, I got problems. I got issues. I got a co-host to deal with here. But I mean, whatever <laughs> it is, I can deal with those things. Because the God who created the universe is on my side and he's given, he's forgiven me. I don't have to carry around my guilt and my shame with me anymore. He's taken it away and I get to be with him for eternity. Do you have that answer? Are you prepared? Because this verse tells us to be prepared. Because if we're not prepared, then when people ask the question, we've just wasted the opportunity to speak the gospel into their hearts. So what's your story? How did God work in your life? Think about it. Spend some time figuring out what you would say if someone asked you the reason for the hope you have. This is the Morning Mayhem. This is the Morning Mayhem show on Elevate FM with Rob and Brian. And Rob, uh, you know, you've had pets before, right? What are some typical pets that people have? Um, I know that I had hamsters growing up. Yeah. They were terrible and bit me. <laughs> um, huh? We also had cats and dogs and a few fish that lived probably for a total of a week. So those are typical <laughs> pets. But like, you yes. know, some people have exotic pets. They have tigers or lions or alligators. But... Generally, people, yes. if you have those, you know, you keep them in a cage or, you know, they're they're more 
exhibits than pets, right? Yeah, not so much like you're going to curl up on the couch with your lion. Right. Now, unless your name is Mary Thorne of Lakeland, Florida, where she's in a legal fight with the state because they want to take away her alligator because it got too big. It's <laughs> it's 125 pounds, and, you know, that's a pretty big alligator. They, they, and they say it's, it's an alligator. Yeah. It's an alligator. You don't keep an alligator as a pet. But the thing is that she says the state should take it away because it's not dangerous. In fact, she has had him since he was a baby, and he's really more not like dangerous. a human than an alligator. So to prove her point, she dresses him in clothes and <laughs> takes her around with him everywhere she goes. Oh, no. The alligator's name is Rambo. She dresses it up in clothes like humans. She puts sun. She won't let him go outside unless he wears sunscreen. Are she's, you kidding me? She's potty trained him and taught, taught him to wag his tail like a dog. Oh, my goodness. She brings him to school functions at the oh, elementary school. My. How in the world does the school allow this alligator in? <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure about that. What in the world? That is so crazy. It's an alligator. It's not. It, it's got teeth. It wants to eat you. Yeah. So there's pictures of this alligator riding a power wheels and her carrying it around in one of those, you know, those baby slings that you oh, wear on the front, no, kissing no, the alligator no. on the mouth. No. No, no, no. There is something wrong here. And the state of Florida wants to take it away from her. Can you believe it? It's crazy. I can't. I can't figure out why. What in the world? Does somebody save this woman from herself? We'll put it on Facebook so you can check it out, too. This is Morning Mayhem. Morning Mayhem, Friday, March 25th. And we are celebrating Tolkien Reading Day. As in J.R.R. Tolkien. Rob, what does J.R.R. stand for? Jeremy Richard Reed. <laughs> is that what it is? Yes. No, it's not. I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> J.R.R. Tolkien. Uh, today is the day that people celebrate reading his works. And, you know, this is actually one of the few holidays that we can actually participate in that we mentioned yes, on here. absolutely. Um, I've read all of... Uh, I've read The Hobbit. I've read all three Lord of the Rings books. I've not read The Similarian. No, I have not read that. That's deep reading, man. Yeah. I have not read that. So there are some other books I think he, he wrote I have not read, but those ones are fantastic. you gotta, you got to devote yourself to it. you got to commit. Yes, you do have to commit. And, but, and it, is, it is an unbelievable. Like, the, the depth of his writing is, I mean, he literally created whole new languages, like working languages for his writings. And there have been people, ling linguists, and people have studied his his languages and stuff ever since, you know? And, and, oh, yeah, absolutely. And his world. He created a whole, like, thousands of years of history to this world. He wrote, his books were filled with appendices, like, as if they were researched out, you know? Yes. Yeah. It was, it's unbelievable. And you can um, check it out if you want to. You don't have to. But I'll tell you what, if you have seen the movies, the movies are great. The books blow them away. Blow them away. Yep. Hobbit's a little slow getting into, but once you get into it, it is fantastic. So do yourself a favor, pick up some Tolkien, read it today, and you can be nerds like Rob and I. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. This is the Morning Mayhem Show on Elevate FM. I've got your daily dose from 1 Peter 3.15. But in your hearts, revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. 
Yeah, I, and I, I do love the fact that um, in one, that he calls us to be ready. Like it's a reminder for us to be ready for anyone who asks us what, what, what we have our hope in is to be ready to be able to answer that because knowing what you believe and understanding what you believe isn't always the same as being able to then express that with words. And so to be ready to do that and not only just to do it, but he also puts the caveat on there that we need to do it with gentleness and respect to, to honor the person that, that we're talking to. And, and I think all of that is so important. And for us as Christians, it's important to know what you believe and why you believe it and to be able to express that to people. And when you get in that situation that you know what to say and that you have your answer ready to be able to tell people about that. And may you do that. May I challenge you today to share just a piece of that hope with somebody that you run into today, whoever it is, coworker, you know, um, a neighbor, whoever it might be, but be prepared today to share a little bit of what that is. This is your technological, technological, advanced news. That's how we say it, right? Technological identity. Yes. I don't know why of late you've had such a hard time with that. It's just tech news. No. You know, that's all there is to it. It's just tech. Four letters. Tech technological news. Kill. <laughs> technological <laughs> news. Yes. <laughs> it's it's a scientific term. You have to say it right. Yes. Highly scientific. Yes. <laughs> I'm just kidding with you, folks. Today's tech news, we've got a story from Toyota about their Project Blade which is a mobile device that someone would wear on their shoulders and it would use cameras to sense the layout of indoor spaces. And then it would give you feedback through vibration or prompts about objects around you. It's for blind people. Oh, okay. I was like, well, I don't even understand what the use of this is. That's really neat. <laughs> yeah. it's uh, So somebody walks into a room wearing it. The object could then help guide them either using vibrations or audio prompts to let them know where objects are that they need to get around. Um, yeah. You know, if there's a set of stairs I and mean, all those different kinds of things, they hope to expand it in the future to where it can do more things, even telling you, you know, more details about the items that are in the room. So say you were looking for something it could help you find it. Yeah, so. that's pretty awesome. And I know like I've actually I've seen some specials on like on TV and stuff like that where um, there's blind people that actually use echolocation where they actually make clicks and stuff like that. And they're able with incredible accuracy to be able to find their way around a room. But for people who don't have that ability like this, I mean, I would imagine that could potentially be life changing to you. Well, Toyota says that their goal is to bring mobility to everyone, and this fits within that goal, and it uses a lot of the same technology that's using their automated yeah, yeah, cars. Yeah, their cars and stuff, yeah. So, kind of a cool thing. You can check it out online. We will uh, put it on our Facebook page as well. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. News. Today on CCM News, we're going to be talking about Rob's all-time favorite band, Building 429. <laughs> Everybody's going to think everybody is my favorite band. They're all your favorites. <laughs> you, just, you just keep throwing that out there. <laughs> Rob especially loved the Building 429 album Unashamed, which is considered to be their most powerful and anthematic album to date. Right, Rob? Yes, and I don't know if you knew it, but this this band was named after the building in which they met each other for the first time. It's Building 429 in downtown 
I don't know. Somewhere. <laughs> Rob, if this is your favorite band, you really ought to know more about them. They probably should. They are, in conjunction with the album, they're now uh, excited to share their newly launched website. It's called I Am Unashamed. It's a place where you can read scriptures and view photos of how people are turning their lives to live unashamed, and you can even share your own story. So it's kind of a place to be part of a community, be inspired, be encouraged, and so much more. And so much more. So much more. It really is cool, though. You know, people really rally around music. And yep. they, it, it speaks to them on a deeper level. And so this gives a place where people can go and connect with other believers about their faith, which is really important. Absolutely. And I mean, you definitely you need that. And, and sometimes you can't you may not be able to find that in the people around you. But if you're able to find that in places like this, I mean, it's always a good it's always a good thing to be around people who can relate to what you're going through. That's right. And if you want more information about Building 429 and their unashamed site, you can check out how you can participate at building429.com slash unashamed. In the meantime, I'm going to see if I can get an inside connection where, you know, maybe for your birthday, Rob, I get them on the phone or something since <laughs> they're your favorite. This is Morning Mayhem. This is the Morning Mayhem, and we have your daily dose of scripture here for the last time this week. Can't believe this week is already over, but um, we're almost over. But it is uh, comes out of First Peter chapter three, verse fifteen. It says, "But in your heart, set apart Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give a reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect." So the oft overlooked part of this verse is those last couple of words: "Do this with gentleness and respect." You know. We can, at times, take our testimony, or what we feel to be our testimony, to the extreme. When I was in high school, I went to a big secular high school up in Detroit, and there was a lot of uh, animosity towards faith. And so sometimes, Mm -hmm. when I thought I was, you know, testifying to God, I was really just showing that animosity right back, you know, being defensive and angry, and that's really not going to win anybody to Christ. And so... You know, we need to know what our story, we know what God's done with us, but we need to tell it in such a way that it's gentle, that it's respectful, that it's kind, that it's it shows love. That's right. You know, it's not an argument to win. That's not what it is. It's not a debate to have. You know, our story is true. The story of what God's done in your life through Jesus is true. There's not a question of that. You don't have to prove that. The question is just whether the person's going to accept it. And they're not going to accept it. If they don't accept the way that you're bringing it, if you're bringing in an anger and defensiveness. So, you know, just let God defend himself. You tell the story in gentleness, with respect, season your words with love. Have a great weekend. This is Morning Mayhem.